So my name is Sommer, uh, I'm a DJ producer from Berlin uh, and a label owner and also a crew member, which I'm going to talk about later. Basically, uh, it comes from the German word for summer, which is Sommer. So and then I basically exchanged the last two letters, E and R for an A, because my music is pretty much inspired by Ibiza, Mykonos. Uh, so I thought this is a good, great fit for the name. I started with music basically by taking piano lessons uh, when I was 12 and I had piano lessons for like eight years and then when I finished high school I started getting into music production and then yeah I slowly uh, started to like uh, evolve my sound and I started a few projects and then like summer is basically like the first like real project I started like two and a half years ago. I studied uh, like the classic way after high school. Uh, I first went to the US uh, for like six months and then I studied a uh, bachelor and master's degree. And while I was studying, I always made music. And I mean, I always had this dream and the plan of like making it my job. So luckily uh, after I finished my master's, I was uh, able to make it my job. Um, so I grew up with a lot of funk, soul and also jazz because my parents were listening to it pretty much all the time, especially in the car. So it was like 70s, 80s uh, kind of kind of stuff, uh, very uh, disco, disco influenced stuff, uh, soul, uh, like uh, Earth, Wind and Fire, Donna Summer, Whitney Houston. So this is basically yeah, the music I grew up with. I would say I'm, I'm inspired by traveling a lot, uh, especially lately. Uh, for example, this trip in Paris, like I always feel like it gives me a lot of inspiration. Um, also nature, I love to be in nature. Uh, I, love, I love art, like all, all uh, forms of visual art. Um, and then of course, like uh, some, some music artists, uh, like basically pretty much the artists I grew up with that I just mentioned uh, are big inspirations of mine as well. always a fan uh, since I'm like into electronic music I was always a fan of Jem Cook because I think she's like one of the, the greatest voices in electronic music she did some big tracks with with Camel Fat for example um, so I always wanted to work with her and uh, I had this idea like this groove basically um, and then I yeah I reached out to to Jem Cook and she was down to work work on it and we basically it was pretty much during COVID so we did it uh, online uh, basically via Zoom I showed her uh, the rough beat and then she started writing on it. And uh, I remember the week after I was on vacation in Turkey and I uh, finished the song in the hotel lobby. So yeah, that's how it came about. It's basically 
three things for me is uh, it's curation, it's it's digging, and it's also crowd reading and controlling. So I think like DJs should be tastemakers, of course, and I think they should always present the crowd something they they haven't heard yet. Um, I think this is like the 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 art of of being a great DJ, and then of course reading the crowd and and being able to control the the crowd at the right moment. Well, that's a tough question. Um, I think it's like phases. Lately, I, I've been really enjoying DJing, um, but then there's phases where I really like producing. So it really depends also on, on the time and on, on the mood. It's pretty simple because it's the purpose uh, in my life, I feel like. Uh, since I discovered music, or especially electronic music, uh, I've been doing it every day. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically next to friends and family. It's, uh, it's, yeah, it's the purpose in my life. Uh, I'd say it's a mix of Deep House and, and Afro House. Uh, pretty, pretty simple, like uh, a lot of organic sounds. I love piano sounds uh, and of course, very groovy and like, uh, like sexy, I'd say. So, yeah, I mean, I started the project like two and a half years ago and I pretty much, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm coming from a songwriting background and like creating uh, creating songs. So I started this project making Deep House, but uh, more commercial and like more song oriented, writing with top liners and singers. And um, then once the, once the project kind of took off and grew, I realized that I want to do, I want to basically go more back to my roots, which is also like club music and, and dance music. So I really wanted to incorporate the, uh, all the grooves and like make the music basically club ready. So I decided to bring all that, those influences into my music and uh, basically it transformed into what it is right now. So Color Blue, I remember um, I had this, uh, this piano riff I made uh, on the kitchen table uh, at my apartment in Berlin. And uh, I had a session on Zoom again. It was also right after COVID, I remember. I had a session with Nathan Nicholson, who's also the singer on the record. Uh, I showed him the, the piano and also some grooves I made during that session. And he really loved it and started writing on it. And it was pretty much the first idea um, and, and, and one of the first takes he sent me uh, was basically the top line that you can hear in Color Blue. I think it's, it's super vibe and you can really feel uh, the energy and, and the vibes. And then this demo, um, I sent it to uh, Sasson, who's a, who's a DJ here in, in Paris and from France. And because uh, I thought it's, it's, it's a great vibe for him and we could uh, make a great team on this record. So I asked him if you would like to finish this record uh, with me. And uh, yeah, he, he said yes. And uh, we're going to be playing it together this summer as well. Um, I'd say like the, the basically in general, the craziest thing about uh, what happens to me in music all the time still is that people hitting me up uh, on Instagram DMs 
um, like some crazy friendships uh, like happen to uh, come out of that. For example, uh, the Leora crew I'm working with, uh, we, we started this uh, crew together and also like a label. Uh, we basically met through Instagram DM and then also some some people that I call very close friends right now. Uh, this started uh, via a DM on Instagram. So I feel like uh, this is also great uh, hint for everyone you should always uh, just reach out to people because you never know what what happens and uh, what what kind of uh, relationship uh, could could that lead to Uh, the song started last summer in 2022 I think it was June it was a very hot summer day and I was in a studio in Berlin uh, again had a session with a friend of mine uh, called Coach Harrison he's a singer from Berlin and uh, we pretty much started this song on that day it was super hot uh, like I said so I think you can really hear that also in the song that is like very very summer-ish um, very groovy and uh, yeah, we pretty much started that song. Uh, he, he wrote the top line. And then again, I, I thought I really want someone to join the track to, to finish it with me who could really like also bring it to, to a next level. And uh, I discovered Mass at the time because he had uh, a big remix of Banjo de Foyas uh, during that summer. So I sent it to him via DM on Instagram. And uh, yeah, he, he instantly uh, loved it. And uh, that's how we basically uh, created the song and finished it together. It's going to be available June 2nd on uh, Miami-based label Hurry Up Slowly. So I got a lot of uh, songs on my hard drive, obviously, that need to be finished and that I want to put out after those two summer songs I got lined up that uh, I just talked about. So those are probably going to come out uh, after the summer and then in the fall. And then also one of the main focuses is going to be Leora. Uh, which is basically my crew uh, we're going to release an album end of April and then we're probably going to start touring after the summer and uh, I think with Leora since it's very song oriented and we're we're writing a lot of music um, I think one of the biggest goals is obviously to uh, go to the Grammys and uh, being nominated for uh, uh, best song award um, because like I said it's like it's it's a mixture of electronic music but also with uh, we put a lot of emphasis into the songwriting so I think uh, getting recognized by the academy is one of like the biggest uh, achievements and then in terms of life I think Coachella obviously would be one of the biggest goals uh, but then also with our crew at some point I, I'd say like in the next five to ten years Circo Loco is like our ultimate goal we define that Basically, as our mantra, we said, like, before we didn't play Circle Loco, we would not stop uh, working on this project. So uh, we will definitely play there one day. I totally forgot to, to mention Burning Man, obviously, as one of the, the, the main goals. Uh, I've never been to Burning Man. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's one of my biggest goals. 
Um, obviously, uh, as an artist, uh, I would love to play there one day. And I think uh, when that happens, you see like the whole music and the whole scene from a different perspective and also the artists because it must be a magical place. So this is definitely also one of my main goals to uh, be at Burning Man one day. With Leora, it's basically not a single entity, um, like one one band project, but it's more like a like a crew. Um, so we have Leora as like defining the crew, and then we have the single members, which is basically me, Soma, uh, my friend Jules from from the US, who's originally from Philadelphia, um, then Yuma, who's originally from Frankfurt, and uh, our singer, uh, who's Magnus, he's from Scotland. And uh, it's really important for us that we also showcase the individual members of, of this project, uh, not being only a band, but yeah, more like a crew, like a creative crew, creating songs together, creating the art together. Yeah, we're pretty much uh, in the same genre, but we all bring our strength. Like one of us is very good at making drums. One of us is very good at making the music. One of us is a crazy sound designer. And then we have our songwriter uh, who's crazy at top lining and writing songs. So I think that's what makes the project so strong. Right now, we, like I said, we're going to release an album um, end of April, and it's basically a blend of uh, Deep House, Afro House, and uh, Melodic Techno. And then we have like the songs that are on, on, on those tracks are very indie inspired. And I think um, for the next albums, we're also going to try some, some other influences. But of course, we're always going to stay true to this sound because this is basically defining Leora. One of our main goals is to create our own uh, event series, basically, like tour as Leora and then presenting our own label Ascension. And uh, our plan is not to do some crazy visuals, for example, like what Afterlife is doing right now. We want to really emphasis on the human connection. So we want to have an event with like friends, family, but also, of course, fans. And we want to really try to uh, make a strong connection between all the people that attend this event. So when you go home from that event, you had like a great time and uh, not just uh, being on your phone, filming some huge screens. So this is what we're really trying to do with this project. The thing is, I mean, social media is probably the most important thing right now for a musician. I believe it's even more important than the actual music. And to obviously to to uh, showcase your art on social media, you need someone to film it, um, and it can come handy when some some people in the crowd also film the the gig. So I mean, I also think that it's important, and uh, I also love to see videos after the gig. But uh, obviously, like I said, that's also our goal with our own events and and future concerts. Uh, I really want to get people to uh, be more like in the moment during those those gigs and less on their phones and really experience experience the gig and experience the music and, and the whole vibe and I think it's important that people uh, start being less on their phones but of course it's also important for the artists to get the content so it has to be a middle ground. The reason why we create Ascension is because we believe that um, being a label artist on a different label is, is, is tricky because then you will always be connected to the label of most of the time another artist and you really want to establish your own brand as an artist so we believe it's really important that you create your own environment and your own brand right from the start and also I think it doesn't matter if you're already established big or if you're in the beginning because if you do it right from the start people will always connect the artist to that label 
and as it will grow and other artists will join that label it will also help ultimately help the the artist the owner of the label to grow so i think uh, especially now since we have so many labels Uh, when you're a good producer and especially a crew where you can create a lot of music and a lot of content, I think it's one of the smartest things to do to start your own label. So one song uh, that is really inspirational, it's a classic song, is uh, by Luciano, Rise of an Angel. And it's basically the Andrea Oliva remix, which I really still love to this day. And uh, recently I've been listening a lot to it. Um, then another one that is amazing is Good Times by Jungle and it's the uh, Sofia Cortez's remix and the third song I really love is uh, Kelly and uh, basically the Dennis Horvath remix is, is I think the, the best uh, version of that song. Mm -hmm. 